Listen, whenever I said I didn't want to watch another isekai so long as I live, I didn't mean y'all literally had to make a whole anime about assassinating the genre itself, but... Thanks. For this video, I want to take a look at the new anime, The Executioner and Her Way of Life. This is a story, this is a story all about how. This is a story that takes another story and turns it upside down. But at the same time, it kind of reveals that maybe the original story wasn't that bad to begin with. I know it's a bit nuanced, but the best stories always are. At the end of the day, The Executioner is an anime about strongly held beliefs and values. And it's pretty obvious that the church is the bad guy in this one again. Why is the church always the bad guy? Well, we're going to talk about how the IRL church has dealt with this before, is still dealing with it today, and how you and I can be better. That's right. I'm here to spare my mortal foe, the isekai. Let's talk about it. Folks, welcome to Checkpoint Church, where nerds, geese, and gamers come together to talk about faith, games, and oh wait, is this anime just Final Destination? I am your nerd pastor, Nate. If you like these weekly deep dives, be sure to sub, hit that bell, and find out when our next one drops. Folks, as always, we're going to start this video with our scripture for today. Our scripture for today comes from the epistle of Galatians, chapter 5, verses 2 through 15. As always, I'm going to be reading from the NRSV UE. That's my preferred translation. It's what's going to be on the screen. If you have one that you prefer to use, feel free to use that one as well. Listen, I, Paul, am telling you that if you let yourselves be circumcised, Christ will be of no benefit to you. Once again, I testify to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obliged to obey the entire law. You who want to be reckoned as righteous by the law have cut yourselves off from Christ. You've fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit, by faith, we eagerly wait for the hope of righteousness. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision counts for anything. The only thing that counts is faith working through love. You were running well. Who prevented you from obeying the truth? Such persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast leavens the whole batch of dough. I am confident about you in the Lord that you will not think otherwise. But whoever it is that is confusing you will pay the penalty. But my brothers and sisters, why am I still being persecuted if I am still preaching circumcision? In that case, the offense of the cross has been removed. I wish those who unsettle you would castrate themselves. For you were called to freedom, brothers and sisters. Only do not use your freedom as an opportunity for self-indulgence, but through love become enslaved to one another. For the whole law is summed up in a single commandment. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. If, however, you bite and devour one another... Take care that you are not consumed by one another. Let's start this video by talking about what this anime is even about. The Executioner and Her Way of Life is a Japanese Yuri light novel series that got an anime television series adaptation back in April of 2022. By the way, there are going to be no spoilers in this one because I genuinely want you to watch this show. Please watch the show. The story explains that in this fantastic land long ago, there were these wanderers called Lost Ones who just suddenly started to appear from an alternate world known as Japan. And each were given power beyond imagination called pure concept. So basically, Isekai is real and this world is experiencing it. With these superpowered wanderers showing up, the people of the other world began to create an advanced civilization with heavy Japanese influences. And for a while, the world prospered. I mean, there were literal superpowers everywhere. Some might even say it was good. However, it was discovered that with prolonged usage, the lost ones would eventually lose control of their pure concepts, and that this loss of control would bring disaster and calamity to the world. Because of these mega whoopsies, there exist four legendary disasters dubbed the human errors, which rage on indefinitely. You have the Sword of Salt, which turned the whole western continent into salt that is gradually melting away into the sea. 
you have the pandemonium, but not like normal pandemonium. Like it's got like the weird little like AE thing because it looks cool and edgy. A fog-like dead zone in the southern archipelago from which monsters regularly emerge in this world. You have the mechanical society, which controls the wild frontier in the east. And you have the star husk, which has carved out the center of the northern continent and set it literally afloat. To prevent such calamities from happening again, the summoning of lost ones has become strictly illegal and forbidden and heavily managed by the Faust, a class of church members in this society. Among the Faust are executioners, members that wield magic, etheric powers, and they set out to secretly assassinate any lost ones that end up showing up in the world. Our story follows top-class executioner Minnow, who has been tasked with eliminating Akari Takedo, a lost one who has been summoned by the king of the noblesse, the noble class. However, she fails despite being a totally BA assassin. Turns out that Akari possesses the pure concept of time, making her capable of reversing her death even after she's been killed. I mean, that, that's kind of going to be a tricky one. Shocked and fearful and unaware of what to do, Minnow sets out on a journey with Akari by her side, tricking her all along the way in hopes of eventually finding a way to kill her somewhere along the journey. If that story interests you, it should. It's real good, and I'm totally enjoying my time in this world, and it shouldn't take too deep of an analysis to see the cream already rising to the top. This author is not exactly subtle. For starters, we have a literal East Sky world that is murdering all the summoned Japanese citizens who are brought here. Dark. And then we have the warring factions of the church and the nobility. The noblesse is the nobility, and it's literally just an amalgam of the word noble and less because they aren't actually noble. And the church is just straight up named the Faust, like the Faust. Like, if you aren't expecting a deal with the devil somewhere in this story, then you just aren't paying attention. Ultimately, this story is about the reality and the nuance of conflict and power. No one is really a good guy in this story. Everyone is just sort of in it for themselves and is looking to take advantage of others for their own benefit. But then, of course, because this is an anime, we have Minnow, our protagonist, and she is confused. She keeps running into brick walls, telling her not to kill Akari, but it is this task which she has literally been raised for since she was a child, and she's been raised... By the church, no less. And there we go. We said the word again. Something about fantasy storytelling and making the church ominous and weird and evil. I don't know. It, it just seems to always show up. It's almost like we cause enough trouble in real life to make people upset with us or something. And there's a lot that could be said about this church, but let's just for a moment look at our IRL historic church that's being written about in our passage for this video. Paul's epistle or letter to the Galatian church is a scathing one. He does not pull any punches, nor does he treat things lightly at all all. You can tell it's one of the earlier letters of Paul because he has none of the chill that he exhibits in the Romans letter that's very calm and collected in its exhortation. In all fairness, Paul has a pretty good reason to be upset with the church. Paul was a missionary and was someone who didn't stay in one place for very long. He had to keep the gospel moving and spread it like a small flame, but he still cared for the people that he ministered to, and so he would keep in touch with them through letters. So one day Paul is chilling, making tents or something, I don't know, and he gets this letter from the church in Galatia, and it says, hey Paul, you're a croc, your ministry's a croc, and we've all decided to be circumcised to be real followers of Jesus. And before you ask why, Paul, just know that this was a really solid piece of advice that we got from Dave. Right, Dave? Uh, yeah. Once Paul left that area to spread the gospel elsewhere, it seems likely that tons of other voices and leaders stepped into Paul's place and started poisoning the well with other inadequate doctrine. Maybe it was bitter Jewish leaders who didn't like all these normie Gentiles joining the club, or maybe it was someone trying to defame the idea of Christianity at all, or 
Maybe it was someone who just wanted to mess with impressionable minds. Who could say how many factors Paul had been fighting with? So Paul has been written to to be told that he's wrong and that the way that he thought about Jesus was wrong. And so he writes back with some fire behind his pen. Quill. Etching thingy. I don't know. I'm no historian. Like I said, Paul really does not pull punches here and says that, hey, look, if you want to get circumcised, go right on ahead. But if you do, just know that Jesus is of no use to you because you are entirely missing the point of the whole thing, Dave. See, the whole argument behind circumcision is not a one and done ceremony. No, no. In this tradition at this time, it's a symbol of lifelong dedication to what? Well, the law, the whole law and nothing but the law. The impetus of the circumcised Jew of the era is to become obsessed with the works of the law, to worship the law and follow them to their fullest. And Jesus wants none of that. Jesus doesn't even want you to be the one saving yourself. Jesus is about hope, redemption, and chain-breaking liberation. Someone has come into the fold and is soiling the whole of the body of Christ in this one area with this talk about works-based gospel. So Paul says, whoever's doing this should go and castrate themselves. No punches in the Bible, Paul. He then wraps up his argument with the thing that he has already taught them. The message of the cross is clear as day. You are not called to sacrifice your body for the law. You're called to sacrifice your very self for those you call brother and sister and friend. The whole law, all of it, can be summed up in a single commandment to love our neighbor as ourselves. So what in the world does this have to do with this executioner anime? Well, to put it simply, this is where the church always messes up. And it's also where I judge a writer the most harshly. Like I mentioned several times, the church is often the butt of the jokes in anime and fantasy storytelling. But the best allegory of the IRL church that can be written as one of these commentaries is one that starts out of pure doctrine and gets perverted along the way. We don't know much about the Faust yet in this story, and I don't want to spoil too much about what we learn as the show goes on, because I genuinely want you to watch this show. Just for the benefit of the doubt, imagine that the Faust are good and healthy, honest and pure, before the first lost one showed up. Imagine they were on this straight and narrow, and then this kink comes in the line, and the next thing you know, decades have passed, and the church has developed a specialized series of assassins with the whole purpose of mind-washed destruction. This is what happens when the church becomes reactionary. We have a problem, or not even a problem, just a change. And the church feels that it has to pivot or adapt to that change. So we quickly start to make tiny hints and nudges towards our own understanding of things. We introduce new laws, new ideas, new interpretations of old things. And next thing you know, we've turned around and the whole thing is messed up and we're causing harm to real people. It started innocently enough, but quickly turned into something we didn't mean for it to. For Paul and the Galatians, it was an interpretation of a law. For the lost ones, it was a stranger in their midst. For the current church, I could come up with a list of a couple dozen action items that have gotten us into a tizzy. But Paul highlights the truth here. What if we don't need to change? What if we don't need to adapt? What if we don't need to do anything at all? What if we're just in the way? of Jesus and his active work of love. And that gets us to what this means for us today. What if we asked fewer questions and offered up more love? It is the greatest commandment after all. What if we're messing up by trying to be so righteous for our own sake, rather than just let Jesus be the one on the throne as he ought to be? What if we stop praying so loudly and condemning so often and instead, 
Just focus on living in a community of love and welcome. This tendency towards legalism is why we have so few rules at Checkpoint. We adhere to John Wesley's three simple general rules for this exact reason. Rather than have a list of 613 some odd laws, we just say, hey, just do good. Just don't do harm. Just strive to grow closer to each other. And by extension, to God. And then we just get out of the way and we watch Jesus do miracles in the lives of others. No longer my own, but thine. So whether you're a noblesse, a Faust, or a lost one, know that you are always welcome here at Checkpoint Church. Folks, thank you so much for watching this video. I so appreciate you taking time out of your day to join us on these nerdy deep dives. We are streaming every single Monday, Tuesday, and Thursday right now if you want more of what Checkpoint Church is doing. If you want more right here, right now, then we are going to be on our Discord 24-7. We have a really active Discord community that we'd love to have you be a part of. I'm going to link both of those down in the description down below. Hey, quick question for you. What isekai power-up would you want? If you had a pure concept whenever you got isekai to another world, what would be the power that you would want? I'm not going to lie. Akari's time power is pretty dope. Pretty dope. The fact that she just can't die, I don't know. That's that's pretty crazy. But at the end of the day, I got to go with just, I always, I always want to fly. Everything, everything ever, I want to fly. I either want to fly or I want a Goku monkey tail. Goku monkey tail or flight. Those are my options. Folks, we're going to end this video as we always do with our three things that we believe to be true about every single one of you out there. Number one, we believe that God loves you, like really, really loves you. Number two, we love you. We want community with you. That's what we're doing here on Twitch, Discord, and YouTube. And number three, we believe that you, yes, you, no matter who you are, you matter. You're a person of sacred worth. The world is a better place. Why? Because you're in it. Folks, with that, until the next time I see you, whether it's right here, same time, same place next week, or if it's on our Discord right this second, or if it's on Twitch on Monday, I look forward to seeing you then. Till then, bye-bye! I'm not playing any games, controller. Okay, I'll go slow and steady wins the race here, right? Whoopsie. Whoopsie, okay. Slow and steady. Whoopsie. Whoopsie. No! <laughs> Talk on it, dude! <laughs> Slow and steady, in fact, does not win the race.